Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Hey everybody, it's Alice DeBure and I'm Fanny's drummer and I'm very interested today to find <laughs> out what the secret oh. might be. <laughs> Well, I got a real a deep uh, reference on that one, man. <laughs> real deep. I love it. And I'm Dr. Kristen Hilaire Glasgow. Just call me Dr. K. It's so much easier. Or even better than that, I'm Roy Silver's daughter, and he was the manager of Fanny. And you, Alice, are just going to have to wait a second. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <laughs> and I'm Byron Wilkins, a lifelong Fanny fan and... Uh, I uh, seem to manage the website over there once in a while. <laughs> yes, you certainly do. But Kristen, <laughs> yes, where's the whiteboard? I can't see it from the post-it notes, man. I can't read them from here. And everybody's been talking about it. So oh, yeah. come on, give us the reveal. Okay, okay. The reveal is almost here. But Oh, man. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will see why there's a but. Because first, we've got a very, very special birthday bakery shout out to our very own Lauren Langridge, Langridge let me say that again, Lauren <laughs> Langridge, <laughs> who is turning three. So Aww. she's a three-nager. <laughs> and the thing that I love so much is, I don't know if you know this, Lauren, but I was your age when I first started dancing to Charity Ball and got to know the band Fanny. Wow. So happy <laughs> birthday, Lauren. Your mom and dad are so proud of you. <laughs> yes, happy birthday, Lauren. And don't worry about holding them both maracas in one hand. You'll grow into them. <laughs> you know, take, take it from Kristen. She did. It's true. It's true. Trust. Yeah. <laughs> and happy birthday, Lauren. And let your daddy know uh, your pictures on Facebook cheer me up every time I see them. They're really oh, cool. yeah, they yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So the time for the reveal is here. The time has come. So today marks the start of a brand new Get Behind Fanny series in which we're dedicating each episode to our hashtags. So today as the launch is hashtag Jean Genie, in which we're discussing all things Jean, her amazing talents in Fanny. And the cool thing is we got to ask Jean for some of her favorite songs that she wrote, sang, or played on, or all of the above. And the first two songs immediately, without missing a beat, she said, A Place in the Country, Changing Horses. And wow. then I, I said to her, okay, great. And then without missing another beat, she said, Cat Fever 2. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Kristen, I thought you were going to say we're uh, celebrating hash browns, but hashtags will do just fine. <laughs> and I'm surprised. Oh, no, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm surprised by Jean's choices. Um, I would have thought some of the beautiful ballads that she did would have mm -hmm. come first, but I love all three of these songs and that they I are rockers too. is just oh, yeah. a bonus in my mind. Oh, yeah. Well, again, as a new series, these were just her first choices. We will be hearing from her in a next episode, perhaps, mm -hmm. in which she'll talk about other songs as well. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. you know, and speaking of ballads, oddly enough, in preparing for this podcast, I, I picked out three ballads. 
uh, even though mm-hmm. I'm a hard rocker at heart. <laughs> I, uh, I picked Knock on My Door, Wonderful Feeling, and Beside Myself as great examples of her beautiful vocals. What was it? Yeah. Byron Byron didn't show up that day or something? <laughs> <laughs> Byron's ballads. Yeah, yes. Byron's ballads, yeah. Well, Byron, don't worry, as I me. said- <laughs> It is. But don't worry, we are going to be covering a lot of Jeannie's songs, including her ballads, and that'll be on the next episode of Hashtag Jean Jeannie. Yeah, and that's exciting. Yeah, that's why I love that she picked three rockers that she either sang solo on or she and Nikki sang together. I mean, come on. Can you Mm -hmm. get a better combo that Jeannie picked than Cat Fever, Place in the Country, Changing Horses? Yeah.
yeah. I'm worn out already. We're just yeah, getting well, started. <laughs> that was a workout. Oh, Fantastic. Man. That really was. That really was. But you know what? On cat fever, if we can go back, if you in your mind, if you can get mm-hmm. out of changing horses and plays in the country and to go back to cat fever, Jeannie is the last one to come in on that song. And mm. it's interesting mm. when we re-listen to a lot of our songs, how things yeah. jump out at me. And I don't think Gene's bass comes in last on very many songs at all. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I never thought about that. And you're right. It adds this drama to the yeah. intro. Exactly. It's like the piano wow. The piano comes in for the first two bars. And mm-hmm. then June comes in kind of aping that line for yeah, two bars. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the drums kick in for just one bar. And when Gene comes in, then we're all in there. And it just doesn't stop until the last note. Here, can listen. Can we go back, Cat Fever, and sure. listen to that first oh, bit, yeah. okay? One, two, one, two, one, bass. See? Wow. It is so cool. That. Yeah, it's two bars, two bars, one bar, and boom, bass. <laughs> boom, bass. Boom. Bada boom, bada bass. Yeah, it's drama versus <laughs> mundane, I'll tell you. And a boy. Yeah. Wow, Alice, that is so cool to point that out. And yep. when I talked to Jean for hashtag Jean Genie for the yeah. interview, I shared with her your idea of the opening, and she doesn't remember it like that, but she loved it. Well, here's what she had to say. I never thought about that, but I think the intro is quite unique. And so um, Nikki came up with it. She does a a piano part, which is slightly different from the bass part, and we read together. So all of that, again, is quite intricate. And I think it's fascinating how it comes together. And what Alice was saying, I was the last one to come in. I don't quite remember that, but good for her. She said that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Jean. (laughs) Well, you know what I've always heard on the song, and Uh especially when you're listening to the song with earphones, is her incredible melody line on the bass. Right. I mean, you could almost create and sing along another lyric to that bass line. Yeah. You know, it's just fantastic, especially on the music breaks, Mm -hmm. uh, music break, excuse me. But also within that, she really keeps the bass drive steady and driving, Mm right? Consistent as Nikki's keys are flying all over the place, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And I love the way she takes it to the end again, just perfect timing, perfect rhythm, never being boring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always loved the bass line on that song. You know, she's just walking it all the way downtown, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, walking it downtown, wearing that outfit from the Fanny Tour, the sexy costume, and the picture with Boyd Harris. Yeah. I want to see that downtown. She was smoking hot diva style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not only did Jeannie walk it all the way downtown, she went shopping, she had lunch, she walked it all the way back to Fanny Hill, you know? And, uh, oh, that's such a great image. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it was a ways downtown. <laughs> anyway, I, when I talked to Seagrave, he spoke about Gene's bass part, and I think mm. you'll love what he says. Jean had some really imaginative and lyrical uh, bass licks she stuck in there. I just loved it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love the word imaginative because that's mm-hmm. exactly it uh-huh. with her playing. I think that's almost a, an adjective that could be across the board with her playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And when I interviewed Jean for this particular episode, I wanted to know why she picked Cat Fever as one of her choices so quickly. And let's listen. On Cat Fever, it is so woven together music that I can't believe how the bass fits in with the keyboards and it was somewhat such an intricate thing to play together with everybody. It just thrilled me to pieces. And it's like a well-orchestrated piece, all of us playing together. With the vocal is mostly Nikki's vocal, but I was singing with Nikki. So it was good also to be able to sync us up together. And but the thing with Cat Fever, it just goes and goes and goes and goes on. So it's really quite a tune, you know, um, weaving it all together was was so much fun for me. Playing that little bit is is exhausting again. <laughs> well, and Jeannie, Jeannie was right. I mean, it just goes and, and goes, goes and goes, and goes. Yeah. in the best way. Yeah, and Cat Fever has this manic pace to it. It's just pushing harder and harder as the song goes along. And whereas, you know, place in the country, it's just so laid back. You know, so Jean creates her bass lines to fit the mood of the song. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and again, imaginative being the key word, as Seagrave yeah. said. And, you know, speaking of place in the country, I was really struck going from Cat Fever to place in the country because in Cat Fever, she's all over the bass in the most mm-hmm. wonderful right. way, right? right? Melodic, yeah. up and down the neck. But her bass line in Place in the Country is heavier. It's, as you would say, Alice, fatter, fatter, <laughs> fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and her tone really supports the gravity of the subject matter. Well, I mean, it had to be bottom heavy because I was really holding down, as the bass should, the bottom end of it together with the drums. So yeah, it had to be thick. And but I always like playing, even though I like having a fast sound. I never like it a whooshy spread out sound. So I like it um, to be low, but I need it to be tight and low and punchy. Yeah. And her baseline on um, Place in the Country doesn't go up the neck much. Where mm-hmm. she's all over the place in Cat Fever, oh, yeah. where mm-hmm. you know it's up and melodic. I mean, she's staying at Fanny Hill and not walking downtown. She's just keeping the song anchored by staying in that lower register. Yeah, see, she's still down in that lower register, 
Mm-hmm. But it's but it's still that walking bass part that Jean plays so well. Yeah. And, you know, in this case, she's not walking downtown, maybe, but it was m- more of a strut around Fanny Hill. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Later in the song, she does go up the neck, though. So let's listen to that. Did you wow. hear that? Yeah, it's like lead guitar and lead bass. I mean, oh, both June really and Jean, are, they're both playing the lead there. And it's so wow. much fun. It's just so <laughs> much fun. You know? Wow. But yeah. let's, let's listen to Jean's thoughts on Place in the Country. So on Place in the Country, I have to say, even now, you know, listening to the parts that we play in that song, the beat is so infectious. Even now, I want to jump up and dance. I can't jump up and I can't dance right now, but that's what I feel like him because the track is so good and just goes, it, again, it's one of those, it just goes and goes together so well. And what June's playing, it weaves right in and the vocal. I think Nikki was so clever with, with the lyrics on that song. You know, I ain't got a will and I'm about to drown. Hope they can forward all my bags to town. Somebody put the heat on me. Who could it be? <laughs> I mean, her lyrics are so clever in that song as well, talking about feeling so disoriented and then saying, well, all I need is a place in the country, a place to pull myself together. I thought that the lyrics were so ingenious, you know, or genius or however, however you say that. So and that the track just, again, it goes on and on. It's so infectious. And the way that we wove it all together and Alice what what she was playing on the drums, it was, I thought it was just joy to play the song with the four people. It was just an absolute joy playing that track with everybody. And we, we just melded together. And it was like uh, one unit just moving forward. We were all on the same track. It was a wonderful feeling, you know, to do that with that tune. Wow. You know, Gene just reinforces the point that Seagrave has made in the past about how you all rehearsed the hell out of any of your songs that you were recording and, you know, got it together as one tight unit. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Seagrave, here's what he had to say about Gene's playing on Place in the Country. The only thing I can think about is that every time I hear it, I think the bass part is absolutely lovely. But I, no, I don't. It doesn't bring a specific memory back. It just I listen to the way Gene comes in on that uh, song and think, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you listen to the vocals on that song, um, mm-hmm. Jeannie sands down the rough edges and the rough corners on Nikki's uh. voice. And Nikki's bring, Nikki brings out Jean's harder edge a little bit. Mm, okay. But the lyrics and the delivery on this song, they're so pre-wrapped to me. It's just effing ridiculous. Wow. Proto-rap. Proto-rap. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we're focusing on Jean here, but Nikki has told me that she likes rap and she's considered, you know, considers rap poetry. Absolutely. I love that again, Alice. Proto-rap. That's great. Yeah. And I don't 
know if for those that remembered, we've discussed this song in the past. Yeah. And yeah. June said yeah. about Nikki's lyrics, and more importantly for this context, the way they're sung, you know, like rap, is that they're like spitting out the words, almost mm. like a palpable response to the anger and unease of the time mm-hmm. in 1971, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. I, well, I loved what Jeannie had to say about that as well. Again, I think Nikki was so clever with the lyrics she wrote for that song. I mean, it so went along with the melody and with the, we were playing on the instruments. It just fit in. Everything was in sync in the, doing that tune. And as far as being pre-rap, I guess you could say that. I never thought about that, but the, the lyrics are just so clever. And what she says, uh, we were able to convey in that song. Well, it, it, that song is just so gorgeous. You, you it cannot it really is. So it, you can't. I can't sit no. still. I broke my chair. <laughs> well, Jeannie's right. I mean, you do want to jump up and dance oh, you to this do. song. And this <laughs> record, the, this recording, the recorded version, it's even less of a rap version than the live version. Those sixteenth mm-hmm. notes. I mean, my arms were killing me. But if you want to see it live. <laughs> Check out the uh, Beat Club footage from 1971. Oh, yeah. It's definitely oh, yeah. pre-rap. <laughs> yep, that's that's true. And Gene had once called this part of the song going mm-hmm. into the ending of it, right? Almost Santana-esque. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. a free form yeah. of rock jam, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But Fanny did it too, and and you guys were right there at the moment. You know, it was original Fanny. It was not derivative at all. And I have to say, as much as I love every aspect of this song, there is something so exciting about the part, if I have one, when you guys do the, you know, ha, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just so exciting, and yeah. I, Alice, isn't it, Byron? I love it. Oh, yeah. I love you it. have to do it every every time. I see. Oh. I you know, people look hey. at you funny. It's like never mind. You know? No, never mind. And also, I'm still going to be doing it. I'm listening to it on headphones, and I'm going, "Hey!" Yeah. And they're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, Alice, I'm wondering, do you remember how all of you came up with that part, that moment? No, um, I don't. But I do know that, huh? And hey, <laughs> wouldn't have been there if we weren't having so much fun. Oh, yeah. 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 That's great. Well, you can hear it. And I asked Jeannie, too, if she remembers how all of you came up with this. And she didn't remember per se, but here's what she had to say. I do not remember, but it sounds like, you know, um, kind of sounds like a Santana, sort of the what Nikki was playing is sort of that Spanish kind of groove, you know. And so that would be kind of what go, ha, hey would kind of go along with that theme. I don't particularly remember when we came up with it. We probably just spontaneously did it. And Richard said, just do that.
hot. Well, I'll have to chip in and buy Alice a new chair, right? <laughs> Actually, I'm, ta- I'm taking it in to be repaired tomorrow morning. So, yeah. yeah. She really did break her chair, and Byron oh. and I are getting to watch her just, I mean, oh, yeah. rock She's it. All replaced. Yeah. I hate, I, and I hate the chair that I have to sit in today until I get my good one back. But, you know, both of these songs were on the first two albums, and we were still really having fun. You can hear it, you know? Oh, yeah. By the time yeah. we got to Fanny Hill and Mother Pri- Mother's Pride, there was so much pressure on us to have a successful hit. You know, mm-hmm. for me, that took a lot of the fun away. But sure. speaking of pressure to have a hit, gives me an opportunity right here <laughs> to dispel another myth slash rumor slash uh, you're wrong. Yes, that we please ha- do. Yeah, <laughs> th- that we didn't have a hit or make it because we didn't put out. Oh, oh please. Really? Yes, oh, I, I've seen that around a lot, actually, which is why we wanted to talk about it. Well, actually, <laughs> we did put out, but... Uh. Exactly! That's why we wanted to dispel it. Yeah. It was the late 60s, early um, 70s in LA, people. Free love to say oh, yeah. nothing. I mean, let's just give one little tiny example that Jean hooked up with my dad and she became my all but stepmother, right? I mean, this oh, right. So, yeah. these <laughs> yeah. were the times. So yeah, yeah that's, to, that's to my point. Exactly. It's not even close to the reason why Fanny didn't make it. But uh, can we change horses now, please? Yes, can we? please. Please. In the beginning, Man, you know, mm. in addition to her great vocals on this, you know, Gene sticks to a really straightforward baseline. This song, I mean, because the song is flying at ninety miles an hour. So yeah, you know, really once is. again, you know, once again, she's keeping it grounded with her bass. You know, and that I love that. I love that too. But she's keeping it grounded with her bass, Byron. But mm-hmm. on top of that, her vocals are oh, also yeah. just you know right there in almost like a you know an instrument if you will i mean it is a vocal mm-hmm. instrument but she is just adding to that with her power her passion i love it i think richard perry produced her vocals almost perfectly on the song they're not too sweet but they're also not too raw mm-hmm. uh, she captured it yeah and Jeannie sings this with such assurance and passion you know it's yeah. stunning and hearing this song just reminds me that for years this was my least favorite album. Hmm. And yet Amazing. now, 2021 20, years, mm-hmm. we were already yeah. so on top of it. We oh, really yeah. were. Oh, yeah. I mean, it su- so surprises me that, Alice, that this is, at least for the whole time being, it was one of your least favorite. Yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. glad that you're starting to see the- oh, I, I love think, it. Dare I say brilliance of this album. I love it. (laughs) And (laughs) speaking of Jeannie's vocals on this, I love the way she interprets Nikki's lyrics. Mm. It's just mm, chef's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) And her vocals are, you know, just uh, amazing. Well, I want you to listen to what she had to say about her vocals. Well, I was really thrilled with the vocal because, you know, it's a fairly high range to sing. And for some reason, my voice was, I was in total sync that day. So I'm really proud of the way the vocal came out. I mean, all the words are, are clear on that song. 
I was able to do the nose in such a way you could really tell what the melody was. It was easy. It was right. You know, I just singing the words that Nikki wrote. I thought it was really great. What the lyrics she wrote to it to, to her so clever, you know. In the beginning, it was easy. It was right. You wouldn't leave me alone. We'd stay up all night. I mean, <laughs> but now you've done me wrong. Now another man has come along, and I'm thinking I'm going to change horses in midstream. I mean, who comes up with lyrics like that? <laughs> well, I was apprehensive about going to the studio and singing that. You never know what kind of shape your voice is going to be in on that particular day. But on that particular day, I think the vocal came out great. When I found out that you took me for a ride I wondered if I should stay faithful by your side They told me it's a mistake Yeah, I've had about all I can take And I think I'm gonna change Horses in midstream <laughs> <laughs> You caught me off guard there. We uh, were watching Alice dance and pretend to ride a horse. <laughs> and then I was was reminded very abruptly that, you know, I had to stop listening to the song and talk. But, you know, it was really funny when we were talking with Seagrave recently. Um, he didn't initially remember Gene singing the song. And I loved how he caught himself as he remembered. So let's listen. Oh, yeah, she sang it, too. Sorry, I was thinking about her strictly as a bass player. I always thought she was the strongest uh, vocalist in the band. Yeah, <laughs> he has said that before. Yeah, he has said that yeah. before. Um, I, and you know what I have to say about the way she sings this song? Mm -hmm. I love the way she just basically nails the guy. You know, yeah. she told me <laughs> we would get married. And, and there's no <laughs> sadness there. She's not, you know, remorseful or feeling rejected. No, right. she's calling him on his BS. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I love, love, love also when she changes the melody line in the next part. Mm. I mean, listen. This yes. podcast, <laughs> uh, you know, we, today we get to listen to these three great rock and roll songs oh, that yeah. I'm just having a blast with. But this podcast is such a gift that I give to myself because, yeah. you know, listening carefully as we dissect Fanny's songs with 2021 ears, it mm -hmm. brings them back to vivid life for me. And yeah. you guys both help make that happen. And I'm really oh, grateful cool. for it. That's cool. cool. <laughs> That's wonderful. And, you know, it's interesting in listening to these three songs mm -hmm. through 2021 ears. I'd like to dispel another myth that I think mm -hmm. we've heard since Fanny came out was that part of the reason why the band maybe didn't make it was that Fanny had weak vocals. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I admit growing up, I it wasn't that I didn't love the vocals, but in a weird way, I kind of fell 
into this misjudgment. Mm. I thought, okay. well, yeah, maybe. But now listening to it, the vocals oh, yeah. were not weak at all. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Not even close, whether they were <laughs> together, separate, yeah. you know, in unison with the three yeah. of them. It's oh, just yeah. absolutely untrue. Oh, I agree with you, Kristen. You know, mm-hmm. and for, for a long time, especially for me in the early 70s, I had a hard time figuring out, you know, who was singing lead. Mm. And I really dig that on many of your songs. There's two or three of you singing. Yeah. And so it's yeah. hard to pick out just one vocal performance. But, mm-hmm. but listening today, like you said, on 2021 years, I'm beginning to hear the differences in how they complement each other. But, yeah. you know, we fans didn't know who was singing. So no. was that... You know, Alice, was that conscious or, you know, on purpose or, you know, thing to band well, or what? Well, you know, Richard Perry's input helped a lot. You know, mm. we look, each song was looked at as separately by itself okay. um, and to figure out who was going to sound the best on it, best oh, singing okay. it, you know. Sometimes mm. it was a vocal, a, a solo vocal. Sometimes it was just Nikki. Sometimes June. Sometimes Jane. Sometimes all three sang in unison. You know, sometimes just Gene and Nikki, because their voices did really complement each other. You get the picture, right? Yeah. 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 So it it really worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm really glad that we're going to we're not going to stop this conversation here. You know, because oh, no. Kristen, you mentioned there's going to be a part two. Part two. Hashtag part Jean two. Genie. Yes, there and is. And is, is this where I see on your whiteboard to be continued? <laughs> you know, when you tell us what you mean by that. To be continued is continuing, as you said, with hashtag Jean Genie. Mm. And we're going to be delving into some of her ballads, Byron, as you had mentioned. Yep, yep. And the three of us here on the podcast are going to be sharing some of our favorite mm-hmm. hashtag Jean Genie moments. Yeah. yeah. But for now, Byron, why don't you mm-hmm. give everyone our social media so all of you can write us, whether at the website mm-hmm. or on Twitter or on Facebook, yep. your favorite hashtag Gene Genie moments, you know, song, bass, all of the above. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And you can find Fanny on the internet, <laughs> you know, over on Twitter at rocks underscore Fanny on Instagram at Fanny rocks underscore 1970 Facebook just says Fanny rock man over on YouTube, our fancy videos at Fanny rocks and drop by the official Fanny website for at Fanny rocks.com. And mm-hmm. we'll, I'll mention all the hashtags. Uh, it's ask Alice June jams, Jean genie that we're talking about now and Nikki notes. If you want to ask questions and cool. also the uh, Seagrave segments for any questions about Seagrave. So, oh, cool! Perfect. That is. And cool. also got to, and also got to mention. Um, you know, we've posted this on the Fanny Rocks website that Alice's interview from the Arizona Spotlight website is up, and uh, Kristen is going to is going to be a guest on an upcoming episode of the podcast Broken Buttons, sharing some insights about the podcast and her childhood with Fanny. So, you want to all check that out. Well, I'm excited and I can't wait for all of you to hear it. That'll be posted soon. But for all of you that haven't listened to the interview that Alice did with Mark McLemore, please do yourself a favor and listen to it. It is fantastic. And I normally am am very tough on compliments. (laughs) (laughs) And I really am. And and I was... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Ha. No kidding. Yeah. Hey. Well, Kristen, I'm really excited to hear your interview on Broken Buttons too. Because um I know that it's it's probably gonna be just this really wonderful conversation. So I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. We had a blast, I have to say. The host's name is Dennis Proctor, and uh, I can't wait for all of you to hear it. So but Alice, before we wrap up the Hashtag mm-hmm. Gene Genie podcast, episode one. one. Yes. Uh, one. I'm curious. One. What are your takeaways? <laughs> <laughs> 
what are your take thoughts from Jeannie's, not only her, these three songs, but that Jeannie picked three, these three songs. I mean, tell us your favorite memory or well, two. My initial takeaway is that I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know, <laughs> none of these songs gives you a damn second to catch your breath, you know, no, not at all. <laughs> but the, my real takeaway is focusing on Jean's bass playing and her vocals. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. amazing to me how Jean's bass parts so effortless, effortlessly, without a lot of effort, added to each <laughs> song and how strong her vocal performances really, really were. That's yeah. that's that's probably my takeaway today. I, I think that's all of our takeaways. Yeah, today. I agree with that. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Well, I am so happy that we're going to be doing this hashtag series and Alice, no hashtags and eggs this time. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but for now, everyone, until next time, that's mm -hmm. a wrap. Hit it. Mm -hmm.